Alpha Bliss, author of Lesbian Fiction. And I'm Hermesis. Thank you for listening to our podcast where we try to talk about our journey in writing and publishing. But we usually get sidetracked by television or our cat. Meow. Welcome to Harper Bliss and Hermesis. Hello everyone, this is episode 103 of Harper Bliss and Hermesis. We're recording this on Wednesday, 28 April 2021. Yes, we are back after our little week, well, our week without a podcast. Yes. So um, I hope everybody's happy to hear us again. Yes. I hope you've missed us. If you're listening, you probably are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. That is true. (laughs) Thanks for listening and thanks for being happy. Yes. So we were gone last week because... We, because we went away. Yes. We hadn't been away from the house. Since October. Since October. Yes. We hadn't slept in another place since October. Yes, indeed. So that's been a while. Yes. Um, and, but we, I mean, we were only gone for two nights, so yes. it wasn't a very, it wasn't a real long trip. And it was no. also, you know, we stayed in Belgium because we're yes. not really allowed to go anywhere else. Although now technically you are, but it's difficult to find somewhere that you, that you can go. Um, so we went to the easternmost part of the country, of the northern of Flanders. In the Limburg. Um, in a cabin in the woods. Yes. And it was very nice. It was very, very nice. It I was mean, quite bi- basic for, because, I mean... <laughs> for us, this was glamping. I think maybe if you're like a true camper, this would be like... Luxury. Luxury. But, but for us, this was... We have to admit we are real princesses. Yes. So camping is really not our thing. And this glamping, I mean, you know, it was a constructed cabin with a built-in... Uh, sanitary stuff so you know there was a shower there was a toilet there was a sink there was a little gas fire there was a a wood burner to keep the place warm Mm -hmm. but it was so cold it was not meant to be so cold it was one degree I think maybe freezing during the night yes so when we woke up woke up in the morning (laughs) when did you woke up this morning (laughs) I am not woke up so when we woke up in the morning and you know the wood burner had died out during the night it was really cold and then one of us meaning you had to get up and light the fire and light the fire yes and also these were it was a small cabin and so it was with a bunk bed we not like bunk beds for children it was like a large bunk bed but you had to climb this ladder to get on there yes and i thought this is the last year of my life i can do this (laughs) i cannot I cannot cl- climb on a ladder to sleep. I mean, it's fine if you don't have to get up at night. But of course, if you sleep in a bed that is not yours, especially if you haven't slept elsewhere in such a long time, you tend to not sleep as well. You have to get up in the night. Yes. And the frustrating thing is when we arrived, they brought us to a cabin and that one had two beds two double beds two double bunk bunk beds. bunks so there was one on the you know the that didn't require climbing up a ladder and we thought oh that's cool we thought that upgraded us because you know we like to get upgraded <laughs> like if you travel a lot in asia you get so used to being upgraded it's not a thing in europe so yeah and then, so we were all settled in having our cheese and wine and stuff and then they <laughs> called and they said you know uh, are you plan are you still arriving you so you're booked in i said but we're here are you ah we put you in the wrong cabin this is a cabin for four and the people who booked it are have just arrived so, <laughs> so we, we're we gonna have to downgrade. move you 
So then now then that we were moved, I mean, it was the next door cabin. It wasn't, it didn't involve a whole lot of logistics, but still we had to climb st- uh, a ladder to get up to our bunk. Yes, they so, gave us a bottle of bubbly. Belgian bubbly. Yes, which was actually quite nice. Yeah. So. Which was uh, enjoyed greatly. Yes. With gusto. Yes, with gusto. <laughs> So we had a really lovely time. We the setting was great yes. because, I mean, you are in a cabin in the woods. And I mean, the domain, it's like uh, fenced off, but you can easily get out. And then you are in the woods. Yes. And then you can just, there were several walks you could do. And it was just beautiful. Yeah. It was The cabins were in a private recreational, you know, camping domain. But then it... It was. It bordered a natural reserve yeah. there, and that has many, many walks. So we, you just had to walk out the gate, and then you could go for. We did a a seven k walk for city birds like us. Oh, yeah. What a dream! Yeah, because I, in my heart, I'm not a city bird, so I am a country bird. So, so it was really great yes. to just, but also, I mean, I love our house. Our house is great, but I was so sick of it because well, yes. it's the same thing every day. It's normal, right? After all this time in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in if there weren't a pandemic, we'd, you know, travel at least several times a year. We'd go for a weekend somewhere mm-hmm. every other month. Uh, so this has been very different this past year and... Uh, you do want to see something else once in a while, which we did. So it was nice. And and your well, mother came to house sit because, yes. of course, the last time we went away, we were burgled. We said, ah, I cannot leave the house unattended. And also we have a cat. And then uh, you showed your mother Amazon Prime. And then we came back and she'd already binge watched the first season of Bosch. She was already <laughs> in season two. And she was like, oh, he's so handsome. And we were like, What? <laughs> And then you had to go to your mum's house and install Amazon Prime on her television. I had to set up Amazon Prime on her television because she she wanted to keep watching Bosch, of course. She loves to binge. She does. what else is she going to do? I mean, she did do things around Brussels. Yes, she she didn't stay at home to binge It was a city trip for her. Yes. And then the cat, you called her uh, one day and she said, oh yeah, the cat and I are watching Bosch. She's in my lap. (laughs) And I'm like, this cat will never sit in my lap. She only sits in the laps of your family. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because my legs are too short. Maybe. And she cannot, like, sit in There's my not, not lap enough comfortably. Area. No, not enough area. <laughs> Could be. I mean, I do have big thighs, so... And you have long legs, and your mom has long legs. Yeah. I don't, so... Yeah. So, so there you go. So now we are back from our cabin. Refreshed. Refreshed and rested. Because before we left, I decided to abandon my work in progress. Yes. Because it made me so unhappy. And um, I think it was a combination of things. I think the story... Uh, I think I was forcing it way too much and maybe I just, it was not my time to write it. And I mean, I I had 30,000 words already, which is like, you know, not nothing. It's more than just like a start. But um, I just didn't want to continue it anymore because I wanted to be happy again. (laughs) I chose happiness. Mm -hmm. And usually writing does not make me feel unhappy. Usually it makes me feel happy and alive and energetic and but I don't want to talk about the story because I might revisit it later. But um, I, uh, 
I felt great relief after my decision. Mm-hmm. And then we went away, you know, and that was great because, you know, there was no, I mean, they said there's no Wi-Fi, but of course there's 4G. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, we were completely cut off, but there's no television, there was no television. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of reading, a lot of, well, drinking too, <laughs> I guess, but some talking, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise we only talk once a week on this podcast. Yeah, and that, now we had to talk for and two days straight. And that's performative, so it's not the same. Uh, just like, you know, just a break and that really, it reset me. That's good. And then I came back and when we came back, I still, I had no idea yet what my next book was going to be because, you know, as I, as I told you, I need to keep you in money. <laughs> So you need to I, keep me in the lifestyle that I've grown accustomed to. Yes, glamping. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll be glamping all the time from now. Well, or camping. Camping. No. In a tent. No, then honestly, I'd rather stay home. <laughs> but but um, no, I always need to have my next idea. And usually I do, but I didn't. But then, um, yeah, uh, the idea came to me anyway. Mm-hmm. I was going through my story ideas and... And then it, the idea came to me, and then since then, my I've been having a party in my head. Mm-hmm. It's been such a party in my head, like you cannot believe. Mm-hmm. Just idea, 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 so many ideas, and like connecting things. And I've even started reading one of my old books again. Yeah, that is that is really something um, extraordinary because you never do that. It is extraordinary, especially because this book is not highly regarded by me. I mean, I know I've written some good books. This I would not put on the pile of... Your best books. No, but I still I'm enjoying it. And the reason why I'm reading it is because, you know, the, the characters in this book might turn up in my new project. Mm-hmm. But obviously I'm not going to say right now because I don't want to jinx it. Oh, so you haven't started writing it yet? No, so. no, no. I'm, and I'm still a bit tender about having to let uh, having to abandon my previous project. So I'm, I mean, I shouldn't even have said this, but this is my nature. I just, I have to say I, something. This is not, I mean, this is fine, you know, to say what you said. You haven't revealed anything. No, 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 that's true. But, um. Yeah, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. So uh, I might start tomorrow. Well, I'm, I've already I've done so much plotting for this book. I usually never do it, but I think I need it. And you've done research because I and feel everything. a bit insecure. You never do research, and now you said this morning I've done all all this load of research. So much research I've done, and research does give you ideas for scenes. Mm-hmm. Because I want it to be the opposite experience of what I had with my abandoned book, which was like. Okay, what's next? And it just didn't come to me, but usually it comes to me. And that is the joy, but it didn't happen. So now I say, okay, I cannot have the same thing happen to me again. I must make sure it doesn't. That's why I've plotted it. Mm-hmm. But also, this book, the idea from this book came from purely from fantasy casting. Right. It is purely based on a very potent mix of fantasy casting which obviously I cannot reveal but once I do if it all works out you will say ah yes of course (laughs) so so there you go because for me that that was all I had in my notes like two names the the meets the the that was it and then I was like yes that's it 
That's it. And then it all grew from there. Okay. And it has grown a lot already, but I just, I still have to write it. Obviously. Yes, of course. So there you go. That's okay. my plan. Okay. I'm happy that I can be back in creative mode. But I do think that being away and being out in nature and just, you know, breaking the daily pattern, which has been because of the pandemic and the lockdown, so monotonous. I mean, I usually I like routine and all of that, but everybody needs a break. Yes. And everybody needs to nature. Mm-hmm. We are nature. Yes. So... Well, so much so that while we were on our break, we booked our next break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. yes. Because it's just so great to wake up and just say, okay, let's go walking. Mm-hmm. I think that is, you know, sometimes that is just what your life needs to be. And in the city, I'm so sick of walking in our neighborhood, honestly, because that's all we've done. Like, well, this weekend we went to walk somewhere else that yes. is actually quite close. It's a, yes, there's a huge forest that is partly that starts in Brussels and you know spreads out beyond it. And we've been to some parts of it, but always the same side. And today, uh, Sunday we approached it from another side, did another walk, and there's still so much to explore. Oh, it was wonderful. And that's a, like a ten minute drive away from home yeah, to get no, there, or even, one could even get there by tram. Yes. That is definitely true, but it's not like you say, oh, I walk out of my door, no, I'm in the forest. obviously. You have to drive there, but that's okay. I think we should do that every weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's not pushing down. Yes, of course. I mean, the weather has been very sunny, but cold. Mm-hmm. And But I think that will turn. I think as soon as the terraces open, which will happen soon, it's going to start raining. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think it's going to start raining tomorrow. Oh, yeah. so. Well, maybe then it'll all rain before the 8th, which is when, 8th of May, which is when the terraces hopefully will open in Belgium. And we could go for a, a beer somewhere else than our, our house. A meal. Have someone cook a meal for us and serve it at our table. I mean, I know you're used to that, but I haven't had that in a whole long time. So <laughs> I get served at my table every day. So, yeah. That would be nice. So I hope for you it can happen. Me too. But Me also, too. you are now on the waiting list for a vaccine yes. in, a, in our local vaccination center. Yes, because in Brussels, they are lowering the ages of people who get invited quite quickly. Because I, I read an article about it, actually. Because in Flanders, they're saying, oh, they're not vaccinating fast enough in Flanders. And, and in Brussels and Wallonia, we want to have, you know, less strict measures in Flanders. But actually, in Brussels, they're you know casting the net wider because they really don't want to risk losing any doses of the vaccine. So... For example, people of 50 years old and older are being called now for their vaccine, and people of 45 and older, which is me, um, can register on the backup list in case people don't show up or they have, you know, some spare doses going at the end of the day, then they can call you and you have to be able to be there within half an hour. And our vaccination center is like a five minute, walk, 10 minute walk away from here. So I registered and now I'm keeping my phone close by just in case. I mean, I don't think it'll happen because I am at the youngest end of the mm, category. But they did, I mean, the first, it, it only took a week between when they called up people who were 55 years old and plus and the people who were 50 years old and plus. It only, there, were, there, only was, there was only a week's oh, difference really? because Brussels has a much younger population than other parts of Belgium. Uh-huh. So, you know, and there are more people who are 
more who are difficult to reach because they are in more precarious situations and, they and are, stuff. There are more French-speaking people who are influenced by French media, and French media is much more anti-vax than Belgian or well, Flemish. There, yeah, there is more. There is more. Yeah, of that going on. But it's also because there are more people who live in yeah in, in precarious situations or older people who are, you know, disconnected more from the world in a city than in a, in, in a village or in, in smaller towns. So that's why. But actually, Brussels is not vaccinating that much slower than the other than the other. I places. think it's absolute bullshit to say people in Flanders sh- should have. Uh, more liberty. More liberty, because Belgium is so small. Yes. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's just some populist NVR Flemish bullshit. Yes. Oh, God. Anyway. Don't get me started on let's that. Not, on let's not, let's not. So, um... What's next? A shout-out. A shout-out. I think. Yeah, to Helen again. Helen sent me this. Has anyone ever said your missus has one of those voices that you can make a killing as a sexy phone Voice operator. No, nobody has ever told me that. <laughs> no, nobody has ever told well, you me know, that. If you, um, you know, if maybe your writing doesn't, you know, if you have writer's block and we can't make any more money writing, maybe I can start up a, a phone line Yeah. and make money that way. But d- does that still happen now with like all these videos and OnlyFans and all of that? Well, I don't know, or maybe something else. Maybe uh, voice only. Voice only. Is that still but it doesn't a thing? have to be. I mean, it doesn't Honestly, have to have be no idea. pornography or anything. Maybe ah, something yeah. else. Maybe people who are lonely want someone to read them a story or something like well, that. They can get an audiobook. Yes. Well, <laughs> this plan will. I'm raining <laughs> on your parade. Will require a bit more <laughs> research, but you know, you never know. Or I can go work in a call center. <laughs> I'm not, not commenting. No comment. Yes. No comment. Anyway. Uh, anyway, thank you, Helen. Yes, thank you very much. For saying that about my Mrs. voice. Mm-hmm. Personally, I hadn't like, picked up on that. It's because you hear me every day. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe uh, now I'll make an effort to speak in a much more sultry way. <laughs> when, I, when I talk to you every day. Oh, I look forward to it. <laughs> oh, when I wake up in the morning. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, our cat has just rolled over onto her back almost <laughs> next to us. But um, yes, there was some talk of me doing a Welsh accent, but it's not going to happen. Um, I have not prepared. I need to watch Welsh things, and I haven't done that. Well, we can watch what's its name. What's the thing? Tom Jones. No, no, no. That TV show. Daffod. No, Daffod. No, no, that's the only gay in the village. Yes. Another Bacardi and Coke, please, my fan wave. That's not. That's not a Welsh accent. I'm the only gay in the village. In the village. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Can't do it. No, it's um, Ali, Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, but the drama, the drama one, the thriller one. Ah, Evan, keeping it, the faith or keeping, keeping faith. faith. Yes, yeah, I should I watch like that alone. Like <laughs> Was it Evan? 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 Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, it, now this is the perfect segue into to, entertainment. Yes. No comment. No comment. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph and the little wee donkey. (laughs) 
we've been obsessed with Line of Duty because it's on again. Yeah. This is, will only make sense if you're in the UK, though. So apologies to anyone who's not. So we binge-watched the first five seasons, pretty much, in yes. about a week or so. Well, we, t- we had to take a break while we were in the cabin. Yes, because we didn't have But the first TV. thing we did when we got back it was... was carry on. Yes. <laughs> and so now, in the actual, you know, the current season six, there's only one episode left, and... It's probably going to be the last the one. The very last one, because finally, we're go- hopefully, we're going to know who is H. I am H. Yes. I'm Harper, and my real name is H as well. I'm double H. Oh, don't say that on the public podcast. That starts with an H. Yes. I didn't say my actual name. No, I know, but that now is it down for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm not H, I'm double H. So, uh, yes, the final, the season finale of uh, Line of Duty this Sunday. You have to stay up for it. Yeah, because last Sunday, and usually we, I mean, we go to bed early, so we just, we record it and we watch it on the Monday, but on this last Sunday, we stayed up and watched, managed to stay awake. I'm not sure I'll be able to do it this Sunday. No, maybe we'll have to watch on Monday, but then I have to stay off Twitter all day because I don't want to, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to get any spoilers. Well, then just stay off Twitter. Well, yes. Twitter. But uh, it's, I mean, we're enjoying it a whole lot. This reminds me when we were in the woods, we were in real life Twitter because the birds were tweeting. So much. So much better than Twitter on your phone. Twitter in the woods. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Anyway, so after we um, finished the previous seasons of Line of Duty, we were. By the way, if you're in the US, you can watch all five seasons of uh, Line of Duty on Hulu. Yes. Do it. Yes, if you you haven't yet. Watch if it. If you haven't yet, yes, do it. Because season six is, six is bound to be on there. This is a massive tip. Yes. Because it is, there are five seasons. I mean, this is British season, so it's six episodes. Yes, it's quite short, <laughs> but you know. But uh, it's so entertaining. And so tense. Very tense. I don't know, did I mention it last? No, I don't think so. I listen, There's this podcast on the BBC also called Obsessed with Line of Duty, and it's Presented by an actor who's in the first. No spoilers. No, he's in he's in season two and three, I think. Of yeah. uh, I don't know if he's no, in season one, 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 one two, two and three. three. Yeah. So um, and he always has a guest on. And the first episode I listened to, he had he has a guest on Sarah Millican. She's a comedian. U.S. people probably won't know her, but U.K. people will. And she said, and so the, they started the podcast, and he said, well, "How are you?" And she said, "Oh, I'm so tense. My Fitbit thinks I've done a workout." <laughs> <laughs> is that actually really possible that was a joke right I don't know her blood pressure must have or her heart rate must must have gone up <laughs> from watching Line of Duty so anyway if you want to trick your Fitbit into thinking you've done a workout you should watch Line of Duty yes it's really good yes. and then you grew so attached to the characters yes. and now we will have to do without them also Kate the character of Kate oh, she makes our gate our ping so much but, yes, but she's not. But she could have been. Well, let's not go into that because you know there there has been some gay baiting. Yes, that's true. And uh, they didn't carry through. They did carry on with it. They didn't. Anyway, never mind. Um, so that we after watching that we went to another BBC. Was it's also Jed Mercurio, right? Well, yes, because I said well. He did Line of Duty. Let's watch Bodyguard again. Yes, but that really isn't as good. Because uh, Richard Madden always has, uh, he, like, gr- he grunts, he grunts his way through it. And of course, well, I'm always a fan of Keely Horse, who is also in Line of Duty, yes. by the way. Yes, yes. Oh my God, that season two, honestly, that 
I think season two might be my favorite. Although season four was it's very not good too bad too. either. But but they're all good. Yes. But um yeah. yeah, Bodyguard I just didn't enjoy that much. I think Bodyguard I think is a bit too I mean you do have you have to suspend your disbelief a bit too much for Bodyguard, yeah. I think. It's you know, it's also like with politics and bent coppers and stuff bent like coppers that. and then OCG. Yeah, but uh I don't know. It's yeah, it's just a bit too much. Yeah. Compared to Line of Duty. Plus, I, I, it made me wonder if Jed Mercurio is gay and has a huge crush on Richard Madden because his face is always in close-up and well, I, yeah, it was sh- a bit too much. <laughs> but the get. show is called the bod- it's called the Bodyguard. So he is the it's called he's the Bodyguard t- or Bodyguard. He is the the premise of the show. I know, but too many close-ups of Richard Madden. But maybe I'm too lesbian for that. Maybe. I'll take my close-ups of someone else, please. Well, there were some a lot of close-ups of Keely Hawes as well, weren't there? Yes. Ah, the cat. The cat has spotted a bird. Yes. And she has... Yes. Now. So, well, maybe she's telling us we should carry on. Yes. With the podcast. Well, then, last night we were... We finished Bodyguard. We finished Line of Duty... So he said, what now? And now what? So I said, I feel like watching Mayor of Easttown, which has started on HBO with Kate Winslet. But this is weekly. Yes. And there's only been two episodes. And you said beforehand that you've seen on Twitter, someone said, Roxanne Gay. I wish I could wait until the whole. Yeah, I wish I could watch the whole season in one go after watching the first episode. But we decided to ignore this advice. But now we regret it. Yes, because it's so good. It's so good. Plus, I mean, it's it's also a mystery. Yes. Who done it? But it's really. I mean, the acting's very good, and I I saw some stuff on Twitter about it this morning. Yes, of course. um, Marianne Keys had tweeted that she'd watched the first episode, but it was too depressing, and she wasn't going to continue watching it because I mean, it it is quite. It's depressing, but it does have some humor. Yeah, it does have some humor, and also the first episode, especially, was very. I think the second one was a bit less grim and depressing, but first episode they did a lot of establishing of the characters and their context and their background, taking their time. I mean, it's not rushed at all. It's very, you know, slow in building, but it's done so well. And Kate Winslet is really, really well, good in it. She's a reason to keep watching, though, because... She's a quite a dour character, but she does have some humor. And she, you can see that there's some joy in her yes, as well. Yes, and w- the last time we saw Kate Winslet was in Ammonite, and then she was not allowed to smile at all, at no. least in this... This is a step up from, yes. uh, you know, the bleakness from Ammonite, even though it is quite depressing. It's it's a bit like the killing, but because it's Kate Winslet, you still want to watch. Because I am not one for bleak shows at all, but this one I was like, oh, next one, please. In the comments on Marion Key's post, a lot of people said, well, no, stick with it. Watch episode two. It's a slightly less grim, but also it got compared a lot to Broadchurch. Mm-hmm. Um, but without the like the UK coastal scenery, but um, with the fact that they're gonna throw up possible uh, suspects every yeah. time, and you're gonna get led on to yeah, yeah, this yeah. false, you know, you're gonna think it's someone, but then it's gonna be someone else, and yes, so it's because, that uh, it's that kind of show. No spoiler, but at the end of episode, episode two, there's two, a that ma- must be a major shocker. Herring. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it too soon be. for it to be really the, yes. but it's a it's a big it's a shocker. Ah, yeah, because in Broadchurch, Olivia Coleman, oh, she's so fucking good at it. Yes, so um, so that's what it's being compared to a lot, yes. which, you know, I can but see. But the town is not as pretty. No, 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 the scenery is not as <laughs> the pretty. The town, and all, all these young girls are pregnant, what the fuck? 
Well, yeah, no. Don't yeah. they have contraception? Well, you know, in the US, sex ed is not always. But uh, just a condom. Well, even well, that. I've already discussed this that I have been overly sex educated, even though I was a lesbian and I didn't even need it. Because, you know, I had to sit through so many condom rolling over bananas when I when I was in my LGBT youth group. <laughs> they just like, they drilled it into your head, also the lesbians' heads. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's, the the setting is, yeah, it's quite grim, but it's it's really good. And, oh, yeah, the acting's very good. And, I mean, I, I really can't wait for the next episode. Well, then, on Monday, we can have a party. First, the season, uh, the finale of... Line of Duty. Well, that we think, we're not sure. Yeah, but, but either way, it's going to be the season finale. Yeah, the season finale. Finally, sure. we know who H is, and then Hopefully. we can watch the Mayor of Easttown. Yes. Oh, I wish it were what Monday. What a Monday. Oh, when is Monday? It's not that long. It'll be here before you know it. <laughs> This is how much we love television. But there's <laughs> nothing else to do. Yeah, so... Um, Caroline's think, book club. Yes. Uh, while we were away in our cabin, I read a lot because I'd started on a new book. I think when we recorded the last part podcast, I'd just started. It was a really long book, but I finished it a couple of days ago. You were always reading. Yes. And the book was Shaggy Bay by Douglas Stewart. The uh, Winner of the, what was it, the Booker Prize or the... Do you think what? they should have called it the Wee Poof? Well, it... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It's a term used in the book quite I already. think it won the Booker Prize. Yes. yes. Um, it is not a very happy read because poor Shaggy has a quite a grim life, but it oh, does have some, some joy in it. And, you know, you root for him a lot. You root for his character a lot. Um, it's really nicely written. I really loved it. For me, it would be impossible to read because I read some interviews with the author. I forgot his name, Stuart Douglas something. Douglas Stewart. And um, when he won the prize, and because he said it was based on his life. And I mean, I know he's happy now and he's living in New York and he's like a fashion designer or something. But I cannot read this sort of grimness based on real life. Uh, at some... At some It made me think at, of a little life a bit, you know. Really? Well, I mean, no, but like that's also a very, it's a hard book to oh, read. Yes. And it's, uh, but it's so beautifully written. And yes, you, do want, you do root for the main character. And you Yes, and I, I haven't read this book, but A Little Life, what, what's central in A Little Life is the friendships. Well, here and then you said, I remember you said like, oh, I'm so happy for Shaggy as a friend. Yes. But um, in this, it's it's about uh, Shuggy and his relationship with his mother, basically, about his family, but mostly about him and his mother. That's a no-go for me as well. <laughs> I can't go there. <laughs> but um, so I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it's like uh, if you're looking for a light, happy read, this is not it. But if you're looking for a really well-written book, and um, I mean... That has some has some hope in it as well, and but it has some very difficult moments too. I recommend it. It's, well, it was then, really really great. I read an interview with him actually just this weekend, and he said he was busy writing the manuscript for the television series. So if you okay. don't want to read it, you can wait for the TV <laughs> show, which is probably what I'll do. Yes, because I will. Um, I will watch uh, if it's on a channel. I can watch. Speaking of, uh, I just read in my. TV magazine 
that It's a Sin, the British uh, TV show about the AIDS crisis in the 80s by Russell T. Davis, is going to be on Belgian television next week. 5th of May, Canvas, It's a Sin. Awesome. Yes. Finally, we can watch it. Maybe we should uh, wait until it's done as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The, uh, oh, but, but but can't you when you, they start? Can't you watch it on the online platform on VRT oh, News? Maybe. Sometimes, Sometimes they have all the can. episodes oh, yes. available already, and then you can watch it on that. Ah, yes. We'll see. We'll see. But that's also a. Tip. We might have to save it up, or we can watch it immediately. Anyway, if you're in Belgium on Canvas yes. as of the fifth fifth of May. It's been praised so much everywhere, so I'm but, sure it's definitely worth but it. Because on our last call with Claire, we were talking about it, and she did say, and this, I mean, maybe it's a spoiler, but maybe it's not, but she did say, well, in the end, everybody dies. So, you know. Well, <laughs> but, maybe she was exaggerating. Know, <laughs> but it's good to know in advance. Well, if it's a show about AIDS in the 80s. Yes, there's a good you know, chance, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. there you go. But apparently it's really good. So we are very Much excited about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I think that kind of wraps up yes. our episode. I don't have any misc. Neither do I. I don't have any blisdoms. Okay. Well, maybe next week. Who we knows? can hope for a blisdom. <laughs> okay. Well, until then. Clits up. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Harper Bliss and Her Misses. You can find all the episodes and show notes at harperblissandhermisses.com. We also have a favor to ask. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would help other people find us. Thank, Thank you. you.